Welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. Well, this week definitely topped last week in terms of the running. Um, I just made myself get out there more, and there was a motivator, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah, it was it was really kind of fun. Um, I just decided that I just need to start cranking out some more miles because you know I've got these goals ahead of me and um provided everything doesn't get canceled um yeah so um I got in almost 37 miles this week which (laughs) unfortunately is quite a jump um from definitely from last week and probably a fairly big increase from the week before but hopefully I'll be okay and um you know I don't foresee myself getting too much crazier I'm just going to try to probably kind of plateau this week and, and keep things where they are because um, I really don't want to get injured and um, my right knee has been kind of kind of ache sometimes on the inside which I'm not real sure what that is but I still can run and so who knows you know here I am you know why what do you call an impatient runner <laughs> injured yeah that's me not really so anyway um so this week was sort of a bummer in that coronavirus cases in Texas and San Antonio <laughs> are skyrocketing and this is not good and because of that um, city and county officials closed all city and county parks for the 4th of July weekend oh just stick a knife in my heart why don't you um yeah that that was just I mean I understand it I mean I remember when Easter things were closed and you know you couldn't do anything you know there but I mean there are ways around it and I I know of a little parking area near one of my parks and everybody else seems to know about it or a lot of us did and uh yeah so we just end you know you park in this little lot and then you can kind of hop onto the um oh what's it called the Salado Greenway uh trail which is south San Antonio which is near my house and so yeah and um so yesterday I eked out 12 miles and the first five were really good I mean I I felt okay you know not not too bad and then I kind of well here's the thing I was planning to do like 12 or 4 12 to 14 and then I kind of thought you know I've been running a lot this week so let's just kind of stay on the low end of things and um so that's what I did and uh, (laughs) I head out on this this greenway path and which is paved which sort of soul crushing but good thing is, is it's very shaded. It's really nice. And hardly anybody was out there. I mean, on a good day, there's not a lot of people out there. So it's sort of a hidden secret. So don't all of you come <clears throat> parading down there now. And it's not ruin it for everybody. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, so yesterday I, I started out and I made a little aid station in the back of my car with a cooler, you know, I had a Mexican Coke, I had a um, what do you call it, like a sparkling mineral water um, in there, some ice, some Gatorade. I had some chips and watermelon. I know, I always overpack, <laughs> mainly because I just don't know what I want. And so, I, you know, but I uh, I kept thinking, well, yeah, I'll go out there and I'll do, you know, I'll do four or, you know, two out and two back, and then I'll just do that a few times, you know. And then <laughs> as I'm out there, I'm just sort of like, ugh, God, that's not a good idea either. But so I, I, I just kept pressing ahead. And when I got to the three mile mark, I was like, 
eh, let's go and see what four feels like. And four felt pretty good. And then before I know it, I'm at Martin Luther King Park and Martin Luther King Jr. Park, which is a really great place. Um, and that was mile five. <laughs> and by then I was like, ooh, you know, I probably need to eat something. And I didn't really plan, I didn't really plan this very well. Here I go again. And uh, so I had was like this little thing of jelly beans in my handheld pocket. And um, so <laughs> I had like, you know, four or five jelly beans and, you know, they kind of gave me enough zip that I could, you know, kind of at least make the next mile, mile six. And um, I know this sounds so boring, but this is my life. Um, let me tell you something. I was able to hold my pace. And again, I I was remembering what I did years ago, a few years ago when I was really training well. And I remember I, we had done a mile time trial with um, Coach Basilio. Um, and we, I think at that point, my mile time trial was like nine minutes and something. God knows what it would be now. It'd probably be closer to 11. But anyway, um, but I do remember that the training plan that he had, you know, given us suggested that we run at a slow pace during most of our weekday runs, or especially on the long runs. And so that, for me at that time, at, you know, maybe an 11 and a half minute pace, maybe 12, if I was really feeling kind of, and so yesterday, I just put it in my head, you know what, let's keep it between 11 and a half and 12 and a half. And it was amazing. I did not stop. I, I, pretty much, I think I did. I think I ran the straight mile without even stopping, um, which for me is huge because I've just lost so much endurance and I know it's there, but sometimes I just, I have this kind of goofy pace, you know, sometimes I'll be just like looking down at my watch and it's like, hey, 1030, woohoo, you know, and then all of a sudden it's like, Bleh! and then I have to stop <laughs> and start walking. And, you know, and so then my pace is all over the place. And so just trying to work on holding that, even if it's just for a mile, I mean, for now. And um, yeah, the rest of it, um, it, it was kind of stop and go. Um, I, I will be the first to admit that. And I think the final mile, well, you know, what's funny is I, I got, I did 10 and then I got back to my car, paused my watch <laughs> and just sat in the back of my car. Well, the hatchback, cause I have a Forester. And I sat there and just had a little snack and some Coke and some cold sparkling water and, uh, or mineral water, I should say. It's fizzy. It's like Tobo Chico, but it's, it's called Rambler. It's in cans and it's um, filtered through Texas limestone or something. I don't know, but it's pretty good. Not as good as Topo, but nonetheless, it, it worked. And um, yeah, I had a couple chips and, you know, bite of watermelon and, you know, just kind of regrouped a little bit and got into my mindset that it's like, no, I'm not stopping at 10, you know, and, and I, cause I have to get into that ultra mindset. Granted, this is not, an, <laughs> yesterday was far from being an ultra, but you know, you have to start somewhere. And so I was like, okay, so I am going to do this and I'm going to go out and at least do two more miles. Um, cause it was really getting hot. And I mean, I was, ugh, God, it was a mess. I mean, it was just really I was pretty sodden. <laughs> anyway, but I went out and I, you know, eked out a couple more miles and, you know, called it a day. 
and felt pretty good. You know, it really wasn't too bad. I was, I was pretty tired that afternoon just because um, it was so hot and it's so humid. I think it was like 99% humidity. Oh God, you know, what in the world was I thinking? And I, and I started at 8 a.m., which was at least an hour later than I really wanted to, but that's just me. Um, but anyway, so I got that done. And then today I went out and cranked out another five. And um, so, yeah, and that felt pretty good. I mean, I, I did start a little late. It was like 10 a.m. and it was very humid as usual because it's summer. And um, pretty much did, you know, the same kind of route that I did on Saturday because there's just no parks open. So you can't, you know, just go find a trail and jump on. So, you know, I just thought, okay, I'm stuck running pavement this weekend. And uh, so, yeah, and so the first mile today, I did that 12-minute pace or 12-ish, you know, and was able to hold it for a mile without really stopping, uh, except for when I had to, like, cross the street or something. <laughs> but um, so that was pretty good. And then I just um, I just went out, you know, two and a half and then came back. But it, and the, the way back was a little more start and stop. And the final mile, I <clears throat> definitely hiked it because it was just I was just kind of tired. Um but, you know, nonetheless, it just felt good to have some time on my feet. Um, I just feel like I'm, I'm starting to get back to regrouping and, and you know, recapturing, hopefully, uh, some of my old endurance. And I know I can. So it's just, I just kind of like that whole mental exercise of beating yourself up on a Saturday and going right back out on Sunday and doing something else for about an hour or so. And so that for, for me, that's like one of the keys to um, my training. And, and so um, I like that. But here's the other thing. <laughs> I've gotten a little competitive. Okay, so on Wednesday, was it Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday, because that was July 1st. Uh, my team, the Flying Chanclas, <clears throat> we, okay, let me just explain to you. If you don't know what in the world a Flying Chancla is, okay, a chancla is Spanish, or I think Mexican Spanish, or, you know, like the slang for a sandal. And there's a, a thing <laughs> about mothers and grandmothers, when they get pissed off at their kids, they, they will throw the chancla at the kid and, you know, try to you know, crack them in the head or something just to kind of knock some sense into them. <laughs> Um, there used to be some really fun Vine videos. I remember seeing this one where the, the kid was in a grocery store. He did something dumb, and the grandmother throws her chancla out the front window, travels across town into the supermarket, and hits the guy in the head. But anyway, <clears throat> sorry, I digress, but I just thought I'd share that with people who don't understand the significance of that name. Um, and also, I just think it sounds cool, you know. So anyway, for what it's worth. So yeah, so, so my team, which is, of course, the Montalvos, my friend Sarisa, and a new friend Hilda, who lives up here in San Antonio. I have not met her yet, but, you know, we were looking for a team. And um, so we decided to, you know, get together. And then I managed to get some of my um, friends that I knew from the Valley, um, although Sarisa is not living in the Valley any longer. She's over in West Texas. And um, yes, and she's a beast. Well, they're all beasts. Everybody's a beast. Um, and so, I, I mean, I just was like doing three miles a day, like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then yesterday to my 12. And then last night we started tallying up our mileage. <laughs> and by the end of the night, we were in fourth place out of like 182 teams. I'm like, whoa, this is pretty cool. 
So now we're all motivated, and the, the top three people or the top three groups in the five-person relay, I should add, um, are pretty far ahead of us, and so I don't think we're going to catch them. But there's about um, maybe three or four other teams that that are below us that are getting really competitive too. And so as of this recording, as of around 3 o'clock on Sunday, um, we had slipped to fifth place, but we only uh, were down by a mile. And I know Orly and Kathy still have to get their mileage in tonight, and I think Hilda's going to get hers in. Sarisa uh, did 12. and Sarisa, she did 20 yesterday and 12 today. My God. Um, but to be fair, she's been doing this for a long time. I mean, she's been doing long, long distance running for a you know, a fair amount this summer, and I'm just starting to ramp things back up. So, I mean, again, I would love to be like Sarisa, but I don't think I'm going to be there at least for a while, but that's okay. But now we're all like, <laughs> we're all getting kind of competitive about it. And, you know, and it's kind of stupid. I mean, as of now, I think we're about a fifth of the way through, 20% through. Uh, and it's 879 miles, I think, to get across Texas, um, which is kind of cool. But I just had no idea that, you know, a team that I would, you know, be on would be <laughs> would even be competitive. I just thought, oh, you know, we'll just do a few miles every day and yeah, it's cool. And now we're all sort of <laughs> getting very caught up in it. And um yeah, so I mean hopefully nobody gets injured or, you know, whatever. And um I start summer school next week, so that that shouldn't be too much of an issue. Um but yeah, so that was kind of a funny little surprise this week, and I think all of us are just sort of getting into it. Um, so yeah, we'll stay tuned. It's still so early in this thing that anything can happen, and it probably will. And um, yeah, so, but I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> um, but anyway, and then Hilda, we were talking to Hilda on Messenger this morning or this afternoon, and she's not done a 50k yet. And so I'm like, Oh, my God, you got to go do wild hair. It's the one where I did my first 50k. This is race in, in November, I've talked about it before. But it's on this ranch um, outside of LaGrange, which is north of Victoria, um, and Houston and all that. Um, favorite race of the year, just hands down. I've been doing this one since 2012. And I will not miss a year unless, of course, you know, COVID decides to <laughs> be a be a jerk and do mean things to us um but anyway so I gave her my 50k training plan and so who knows maybe I'll get her signed up for that one too because that is just such a great race it's just so much fun it's so chill I mean most trail races are pretty chill but this one's especially and it's the weekend before Thanksgiving and um yeah and it starts and ends in a horse barn you do these kind of shortish loops they're like seven and a half miles or something like that. Um, for the 50K, I think you do three or four of them. And um, yeah, so who knows? Maybe I've you know instilled you know some inspiration in someone. Yay. Um, what else? Oh, so one thing, and Brad, don't take this personally. Um, <laughs> so I'm signed up for the Mule Shoe 30K. Problem is, is that <clears throat> the aid station situation is kind of different. And it's just because of the COVID. So, I mean, I get it. I really do. But for, you know, slow people like me, it's probably not going to work very well for me. So here's, here's how it goes. I think it's like an eight and a half mile loop for, you do that twice for the 30K. And so you're at the start finish and they are, all they're going to have is like these touchless 
chilled water, uh, a chilled water aid station two and a half miles from the start. And then you got to go another six or so um, to the start finish. I'm a little concerned about that <laughs> big gap in the middle because I remember the last time I did the 30K there, there was an aid station and I was incredibly glad there was one. And I'm not real good at sherping all my water with me. I really hate running a race with a bladder. It just, ugh. Uh, I mean, unless it's something, you know, that's like self-supported or whatever, which is sort of, the, you know, kind of what you're doing here. But so I've decided um, to do the 20K, which is 12 miles and which is a shorter loop and probably a lot more doable for me. It's not that I don't think I could do the 30K, but I think just that I'm just a little concerned just because that particular course is very, very, it gets really close in there. It's like jungle-y because there's a lot of um, foliage and it traps all the heat and humidity inside. And so it makes it really uncomfortable and unpleasant. And um, I think I remember the last time I did, I think I did the 30K. Well, I've only done the 30K once there, but I was heaving and, oh, I was a mess. Yeah, so... I, I just, and with that being my first of the summer races, I don't know that I want to um, go through that. So, yeah. Um, other race news. I don't know if I mentioned this last week. Sorry if I'm being repetitive. Um, Alamo City has gotten canceled because, uh, and it makes sense. It totally makes sense because um, that park, Eisenhower, is very uh, tight. It's a very tight little park and you're pretty much on top of each other. And there's just no way you can safely, you know, hold a race like that um, over two days. And so uh, <clears throat> the race director, Rob Goyan, is giving everybody race credit for that. So <laughs> I'm going to have so many race credits for next year. It's just going to be stupid, but uh, consider it an investment in my future. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, I think that's, I, I don't think there's any other excitement or news or anything like that. Um, it's just, it's, you know, just kind of going as I, you know, taking each week as I go and um, trying not to get too hung up on being competitive. But I have to tell you that sometimes I, <laughs> sometimes I do. And then there's also this thing because I'm on a team, you know, I see other people doing really long mileage and then I feel like a jerk because I'm not doing as much, but they understand. I mean, it's like, it's just not possible Sometimes, especially, you know, if I haven't been doing a lot of long runs, um, you know, from injury and malaise and things like that over the last few months. And so I'm building it back up. And now I've got, you know, a really nice goal. I mean, this this team has really uh, injected some uh, life into my running game. And so I'm really excited about that. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Who knows? Maybe we'll be in, you know, 20th place next week. <laughs> but um, it's all good. It's all good. Um, you know, it, it, it's just sort of been a, a fun little surprise. And um, I don't know. I don't mind it. So, but we got a ways to go. All right. I think that's all I have got for now. I'll see you next time.